you know what that sound means. Welcome back to Just the Tip Off, the NBA podcast that is actively looking to have the Kardashian curse. <laughs> hey, man. It's another man's trash, another man's treasure. Ah, uh, yeah. Speak I, I date a Kardashian. Yeah, speak for yourself, Sam. <laughs> you, did are you, you trying to tell me you wouldn't date a Kardashian? Speaking of that, did you see what the Sixers did? Yeah, with the, the poll. What they so, do? What they do? What Sixers they do? fans put out a big article in a poll to try to ban. Um, I think it's Kendall Jenner from Sixers games because she's dating Ben Simmons because of the Kardashian curse of ruining <laughs> professional pro sports team like athletes' careers. Wait, weren't they dating before? Did they break up and now they're back together? Is that a thing? I don't. I don't know why I would ask. Show. You. I, I, don't I, know, really I don't watch the show, so Sam, I have no weren't idea. Weren't they dating at one point and then break up? What? Because I thought she was dating Blake Griffin. She no, she was dating Blake Griffin, then she broke up with Ben Simmons. And I don't know if anything's happened with Ben Simmons and her since, but they're dating at the moment. I don't know if they broke Fuck it, let's not even call it dating. They are holding hands in the Sixers Stadium together. And the Sixers fans are not having it. (laughs) I wouldn't either if she was dating a Cavs player. I I, I think was that Tristan. Oh, fuck! Dating Chloe. Oh, shit. <laughs> dating is There's so many of them. Dating is a loose turn. I don't know what that is. But then you have, like, you have Lamar Odom. They have a fucking kid. What do you mean? Da- yeah, he cheats on her, but they have a kid. We <laughs> oh, had Lamar Odom. Yeah, that. What was the guy? Uh, Chris Humphreys. Is that that guy Chris who Humphreys? played for the Knicks? Chris Humphreys. Yeah, and him. Um, they just go through the NBA roster and just be like, nah, yeah, yeah, no, no. I don't pick I mean, they, they rappers in between. <laughs> or running backs. Or running backs. <laughs> yeah. No, they're, they're just really into successful black guys. Athletes, man. Yeah. <laughs> really good work ethic. Yeah. Um, so we're just going to go jump right into it. Uh, James Harden. Wow. Wow. That man wants a second MVP. Wow. I mean, he said it. Yeah, He's he like, said it a bunch of times. Back to back. I yeah. want that. Yeah. I need that. No, after he hit that shot last night, he held up two and went, uh, yeah, and was nothing. Two MVPs. Two MVPs. And he was yelling something to Draymond on the floor. It that was over. Uh, K- KD. No, it wasn't. It was Draymond. Who fell over? That was yeah. KD. I thought it was Draymond. KD. Either man. way, he's yelling at Oh, it was hilarious. Floor. He said, fuck out of here. Or he said, fuck off me. Or just something. something. But it had the word fuck in it. it we was, know that. It we was, know that. We know this much. <laughs> it was awesome. I've watched it at least three or four times now just – from different angles, it's all over the news. Uh, but James Harden, let's talk about him for a sec. He is going off. Like we we talked about MVPs last week, and he was kind of a yeah, like he's definitely still in the race, but we don't see him as a front runner right now. Yeah. And then he, I guess he hear, he heard us. He's, he's like, definitely listening to the podcast. Oh yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. How's it going, James? Yeah. How you doing? Good, good job, man. Nice to yeah. Um But he picked it up, man. In the past. Five games, he's like he's 40 points. Not the last nine games, he's had at least 35 points, five assists. Five last five of those games have been 40 point nights. And let's be honest, the Rockets need it. They need someone to score because yeah, they've been they struggling. Have, they they have lost Chris one Paul, of their last Gordon. one of their last eleven games. On, I think. on that note, though, Austin Rivers has actually been playing very well for them. Um, that was a good little pickup. For them. I'd be inter- I'm interested to see when Chris Paul comes yeah, back healthy, how that works because they did not they play like well and don't like each other when they were playing with each other on the Clippers. No. That was not something that worked there. I'm interested to see when. Chris Paul comes back because there was no overlap. Chris Paul went hurt, doing down hurt, and then they signed. Exactly. So it'd be interesting to see 
Do they not practice? Does he not practice? Does well, he he's not, not practicing right now. But what? Okay, I'm sure so he's, he's at the practice facility. Is he a hip flexor, glute guy? What's a, what is his hamstring? Name? Hamstring. He's hamstring. Again? Jesus, man, he's got. Is it his hamstring again? I think. Yeah, it, it was his hamstring in the playoffs. Yeah, I want to say it's maybe now. it's maybe it's groin. Well, LeBron's, no, LeBron's, LeBron's groin. groin, and then Curry was groin right before that. So I think he's yeah, Bron's still out too. Yeah. Uh, little little optimism on Rocket Stars timeline. Well, that's. Not what you want to read. Uh, hamstring. Hammy. Yeah. Hammy. Pull the it. old hamstring. Pulled it right off. Mm, 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 mm. Man, his fucking lower guy. half is just very much. Right, and the Rockets gave him how much money for four years? So much wow. money. He's going he's gonna to be what, like 37 when the contract's up? <laughs> he's going he's gonna to be playing 10 minutes a game when that contract's yeah. up. Oh, yeah. Especially with how... How much he's been they'll injured the past to, couple of seasons? He'll try to wheel that contract. And he was he was injury he's prone. He's gonna get such a stupid big check when he gets bought out in two years. Yeah. Oh my and, god. And he yeah. he was injury prone in LA. Too. I mean, hell, he might just so, mellow out. Yeah. Is that gonna be a thing now? He's gonna mellow out. Dude, just mellow out, man. <laughs> Let's make that a thing. I like that. <laughs> it just has a nice ring to it. But you know who doesn't have a nice ring to it? James Harden, and he knows he wants a fucking ring, man. Yeah, he wants. Oh, fuck, he, he's not on the team to get it right now. No, they, I mean, but they're they're playing very well. They're starting to look like last year. They uh, in the last ten games have gone from fourteenth in the West to fourth. That's very good. They're only three Pretty and a half games good. behind yeah. first place. Who I think is still is it still Denver at this still point. Denver. They won last night. So everybody in the top four won except for the Warriors. So it, Austin Rivers is a good pickup. Chris Paul, let's assume he'll be back healthy by playoffs. Um, I think they need I think at least you need, you need two, more. Like, role, two solid minute role players in the buyout market. And I think I think for me, those that has to come. One of those has to come at the small forward position because you lost two small forwards in the offseason and you really haven't gained much back, if yeah. any at all. Yeah. They got Brandon Knight, who's like a small forward shooting guard, <laughs> yeah. which is a body. Yeah, but isn't necessarily a hey, productive. But what body. about Daniel House Jr.? What about House, man? He's. I'm not. I'm not saying he's anything great, but like he's doing way better. Like, again, than I but the Rock, the Rockets just Daniel House yeah. Jr. to do. yeah. They're, they're, the Rockets signed him off their G League team. Oh yeah, man! Two players. That's, that's how yeah. best no, and there are, there are some good players in the NBA who came up through the G League. Haven't you played NBA 2K19 My Career? That's how that's how your player starts. That's I, how AI starts. I have not. I'm not started yet. <laughs> oh shit. We also have the uh, Cavs Jazz game going on in the background, so yeah. if we get a little distracted. That's that's fucking wild. But uh. Yeah, so James Harden, good job. That's uh, what we really wanted to talk about. They just had an awesome game against the Warriors last night where he showed out again. Just had an unbelievable stat line. Triple-double, fifth four, one of the four, season. 40-point triple-double. Came back from 20 points down at the Oracle. Yeah. It, when he, In the fourth quarter when he was just hitting three after three after three, he just looked like he was just so casual about it, like they weren't even down. Yeah. I, I, I don't he's, know. He's, he's playing unbelievable. He... But... Oh, one thing. Is he the best offensive player in the NBA right now? Tim or Durant. P- points wise, yeah. yeah. Tim or Durant. I don't know. Curry's has the second highest PPG right now. Well, let, let, let's like P- a PPG is one thing, but I'm talking like just pure like NBA scoring talent. Uh, I, I, think, I think it's it, hard. Him and Durant, one Curry, of the two. Curry's up there too. I call it a three way. But like all all around though, like Durant, I think Durant and Harden can take it to the rim much better than Curry can. Obviously, Curry shoots the three a little better, but I don't know. It's 
regardless, man, the Thunder fucked up. But one thing that I don't want to be so James Harden had the game winner last night. Something that's getting a little bit overshadowed is the fucking missed call that led it to be a game winner. How the hell did okay? So for those of you who didn't watch last night, the ball was off, tipped off the Warriors, went out of bounds, or was going down the baseline. Kevin Durant slipped out of bounds, took. Two, three steps. Three, three steps out of bounds. Both feet were clearly out of bounds. Yeah, his, Planted. Yeah, yeah, he with, touches the ball. His, 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 out of bounds. His third and fourth at that time steps were both on the ground out of bounds. In the yellow when he had the hand on that ball. And then he tossed the ball uh, into, into Curry. Curry. Yeah, it was in a uh, clay who passed it out to yeah. Curry for the go-ahead. Uh, but he, he basically ran out of bounds for four steps, grabbed the ball while still out of bounds, tossed it to uh, Thompson. And with two refs staring at him, they're like, "Oh yeah, this is fine. No, it's cool. Fun. Keep playing. Play on. Play on." The zoomed out. Yeah, the zoomed out. Warriors fan thirty five thinks that he was in bounds, though. I, I read on Twitter at Warriors fan thirty five. <laughs> the zoomed out version has has the ref staring just straight at Kevin Durant that entire play. I mean, this isn't the first time they've missed a pretty blatant call this year. Um, but well, maybe it was a makeup call because it was against James Harden. Where they missed that double step back yeah, travel, that, that yeah. solid travel. It's, so maybe they're but, making but up for th- it. This is one of the like blatantly obvious plays with having refs staring at what's I, going I, I on I too. Want, I want those refs suspended. That's just not okay. You can't, you can't miss something like that. If that like, was done, look, look, there there are little calls that people miss all the time, and you know what? Like it's a hard job, but like. Things like something when it's that, that glaringly obvious. That so glaring obvious, and at that point in the game, when overtime. you just tied game in overtime with under a minute to go, and that's when you decide to mess up the call. Yeah. Okay, it's I can, not. I, it's not five to five with three minutes gone in the first quarter. I can understand missing a call, as blatant, as obvious as it may have been. I can understand missing it. What I can't understand is them amending the the problem. So when as soon as he as. Uh, Let's say Curry makes the basket. All right. As soon they went to the to the booth and reviewed it, and they just kept going. They just kept going. They're like, "Yep, we definitely missed that one, guys. What? Well, not much we can do about it now. No, that's crap. Reset the clock to the time that the ball went out of bounds when Kevin Durant touched it. Take the two points off the board that Curry just scored. Give the Rockets the ball. Continue the game. Yeah. That's how you fix that problem. Yeah, if, if you're if you're gonna make that a uh, reviewable call, that's what you gotta do. And what, what did they go to? The, what did they go to review? Exactly. Like, why, why why did they go to review there? What what was the point of that? Yeah, I, I think the the question would be if they do go to a review like that, where's the cutoff? Does it because at that point could you review something that happened in the first quarter? In the middle of the uh, fourth quarter, or would it have to be like one possession with like within one possession of it happening? Okay. It was within. I mean, yeah, if, if it's something like an out of bounds call, absolutely one possession. Seriously, like they. It, I'm just so fuming about this because they came out with a two minute report, guys. Two minute report to oh, tell everyone. Minute, the two minute report makes me feel way. As that, a fan, that, I just feel vindicated. Honestly, thank goodness they, they saw it too. Yeah. I was worried. I was worried. So, what do you guys think about the two minute report? Uh, I think the two minute report is a load of crap. Um, what to do? What to get you? I think we it's. All, a, we all know it's bad. Like, I think it's a way to appease fans who feel like they were wrong. Okay, we got screwed over and we lost the game because of it, but at least the NBA knows that we got screwed over. All right. As a Cavs fan, last year in the two minute report, uh, I think they called the game against game seven or game six of uh, Pacers. Cavs 
where LeBron went down and allegedly, or not, I'm going to say, uh, when he blocked the shot against Oladipo, Oladipo that that led to but the he called, they called it, uh, they didn't call they didn't it a call goaltending. goaltending. I'm pretty sure in the two-minute report the next day, they said it was goaltending. No, they didn't. They, they said didn't? They, they said it wasn't goaltending. And all the Pacers fans were furious because they were like, oh, like we we got screwed. And that I guess that is one thing the two-minute report does is like the, you can say to a Pacers fan, like, hey, no, you didn't. Look at the report. And if you, wa- if you watch it in slow-mo, it was incredibely close. Hella close. But, like he did touch the ball before it hit the backboard. Okay. Well, my point is then – so, invalid. But I was going to say that, yeah, it would have it would have fucking sucked. But guess what? We still got the call when it mattered. So yeah. congrats. They can, you can just say, oh, well, we got a call when it mattered. And then we went on to lose to the Warriors. The playoffs ended after Boston, the Boston series. For me. The, the Boston, Boston series was one hell of a uh, great, series. Great series, guys. What a, fi- great, what a finals. Great finals. What a finals. Guys, great finals. Um, Conference champs, <laughs> hang that banner up. Let's go. Jesus, oh, but that's 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 something that they need to do something about. Yeah, the two minute report. Really can we can we get rid of that? I think there will always be uh, there will always be criticism for refs. There will always be criticism for the way that calls and review of calls are handled. I mean, the NFL we're looking at it too, and you hear the announcers like they review a lot of a lot of stuff oh, yeah. in basketball much more than they they used to even yeah. 5 years ago so they're yeah. getting they keep track of better a lot more stuff. at it obviously there's flukes i hope that's a fluke that a ref blatantly misses that if he's been refing like that his entire yeah. refing career then i think you need to well, let's not have a replacement a ref situation on our hands here yeah and, just, and like it's one of those things where it's a really bad mistake he i don't want anyone to lose their job over it but like I do want him to be either fined or suspended because I, I do want the NBA to take action and say, hey, like these type of calls are really not okay. You can't because because if it, it's one of those things where refs in the NBA have to be held to an incredibly high standard. They do. And so, yeah, and so if you are like, and so if you're going to hold them to this standard, you have to have some sort of punishment for calls like this, or else like it's almost as if the NBA is saying, well, well. Them's the breaks. Yeah. If, if you're, if you're going to punish, life. if you're going to punish and fine players and coaches for saying that was a bad call, which if had hard not made that three, I think half the Rockets team would have been fired because they all would have or been fine because they all would have been fined because they said something. Right. Something has to be done because if players and coaches are getting fined for just saying that's a bad call or I really disagree with that call or how did they miss that, then there's got to be something for refs what? who are missed missing the call. Like that's gotta be that you. If you come to work every day and you like you do your job, but then you close and you miss a big thing and it causes a lot of trouble, you gotta answer for that. Yeah, like you yeah. can't. You gotta have some accountability. Some accountability, or else it's just gonna keep happening, yeah. right? Like you guys as product managers, if I don't know what your definition of like equivalent of that would be. But like, if you mess up something as like project managers, then the Absolutely. whole whole project can fall apart or something. That's gonna be on you, and you're gonna get reamed out by your boss. Yeah. Or Nathan, if you let somebody die, like <laughs> you're gonna like bad equipment. You're gonna have but, people you know, sit you down, and be like, hey man, like I know you tried your best, but we just really can't have that happen. You anymore, just can't you know? go around killing people. Nathan. <laughs> no, like Na- if Nathan, I get like the wrong medication or all, like that's gonna come back on my ass. It, it, so I'm gonna get reamed for that. Here we are. In front of an audience, I have a question I genuinely have to ask you. Yeah. How many people have you killed? <laughs> Don't worry, it's not on record. It's not yeah, yeah, no, no. Forget, forget the podcast even rolling. How, as an EMT, how many people have you killed? Zero. 
Okay. Okay. Well, another a lot of shit happened last night. The Warriors, the Rockets game was pretty intense. Another thing happened. The Kawhi returned to San Antonio. Sorry, sorry. Kawhi and Danny Green returned Hilarious, to San Antonio. Because, you know, and it's our 6'6 six, six, uh, shooting guard from North Carolina. Number whatever, Danny Green. It's yeah. like... Crowd went wild. And then a 6'8 small forward from San Diego State University. Number two, Kawhi Leonard. I thought it was hilarious. They're in the same trade, man. What happened? Yeah, but what they, happened? Oh, uh, because Kawhi asked to be traded, and Danny Green got just traded. got just got yeah, shipped he, out. He, if, Danny, if Danny Green had it his way, he would be happy still being a San Antonio Spur right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I've already likes Toronto. So. Yeah. Uh, no, he's even said he might want to stick around even if Kawhi leaves. So that's pretty cool. But yeah. um, yeah, I don't know. I I don't like that. Hey. I know for a fact Popovich doesn't like it. Popovich, before the game, told people that uh, he didn't want them booing him because uh, all that and whatnot. And also... They did have a tribute video. They yeah. did. They did. Uh, I, I don't think the Spurs organization harbors any negative feelings. It's just the Spurs fans. Yeah. But, they were, oh, my God. They were lashing out at Kawhi's mom, too. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's, that's, that's really bad. That's, come on. Did they even do that to the... Oklahoma City fans even do that to Durant's mom? Uh, well, no, but she's the real MVP. She is the real MVP. And they, yeah. I think they knew that, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> Kawhi's mom isn't the real MVP yet. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it looks – here's the thing is, as a, Cav, as a Cavs fan, I was much younger and less mature when LeBron left. I was 2010, so I was, what, like a sophomore in high school? Yeah. And I remember being pissed. The game he came back, I remember wanting to watch it. And like, I, mean, I was like, ah, I can't wait for these boos to be so loud. Um, and I think there's a little bit to that because I think LeBron, the first time, handled it very unprofessionally. But I think Kawhi handled this very professionally. I think that um, like, if I were a San Antonio fan, I, you don't have to like the guy. But he did win a championship for you. He did win a finals MVP. Um, Beat LeBron, man. 2014. Yeah, yeah, and he did a lot for your city. And when you really look at the events leading to him requesting a trade, he felt sort of a, like it seemed. It really seems like he was between a rock and a hard place. He seemed like he felt pretty abandoned by the team because he thought he was hurt, and they're like, "No, you're good to play." He's like, "No, I'm not. Like, I got a second doctor's opinion, and he says no. This is my career. I don't want to get. Uh, and so I get why he wanted out. And as on the outside looking in, I know as a San Antonio fan you feel vindicated, but any San Antonio fans feel uh, listening right now, it doesn't make you look good. Yeah, like, I, I don't think very, I don't think very, especially San Antonio. You're a franchise with like five championships under your current coach. Like, if you don't win one every couple of years, you throw a bitch fit. Like, what do you? I don't know. It just it makes you seem whiny. Yeah, which he, I, honestly. If DeMar – I don't see you guys winning a championship in the next two to four years. So I would say let's not – you guys just look a little bit petty right there. And coming from a Cavs fan, I didn't boo LeBron when he came back, but I wasn't very happy with him. So I kind of get where you're coming from. Regardless, it's, it's a teachable moment. I mean, so, don't you have to be at the game to boo him? <laughs> no, you can boo your TV. You just got to be like a man about it and be like, yeah, I booed at the TV, whatever. You know? <laughs> he can't hear me. It doesn't matter. It's for me. Who cares? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't know the louder you yell at the TV, the better your player does? Oh, shit. Everyone knows that. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> well, it's news to me, guys. Yeah. Now I, I know. know. You know, now you know, maybe. 
Maybe your teams will start doing better now. Yeah. yeah. So, also in that game, the Kawhi and Danny Green return, DeMar DeRozan quietly just had his first triple-double of his career. Tri- Kawhi DeRozan, my favorite way of phrasing it is, uh, DeMar DeRozan has gotten triple-doubles every single time he's played against Toronto. You know what? That every every single first. time DeMar DeRozan has played against Toronto, he's got a triple-double. <laughs> so I, want, what, I wonder what they're going to do in his... In, DeRozan's return. Yeah, I'd say they just they'll, shipped him out. They, yeah, yeah. They'll cheer. He, he, he didn't ask. They'll give him the Danny Green treatment because I think the city, to my understanding, still loves DeMar. Yeah. Like he, he, he was the face of that franchise for a long time. He played really well. Uh, I, would, I, would loved say, I would say the Raptors fans would have probably had rather seen Kyle Lowry shipped out than DeRozan. Yes, I would yeah. agree. But Especially I, since they just... Well, yeah, no. They were both all-stars, but I, I, honestly, I don't know how who you'd put above. Would you put DeRozan or Kyle Lowry? I, I, I think Kyle Lowry fits with Kawhi better. And so, like, if, if you are getting Kawhi, yeah. keeping Kyle Lowry is yeah. a smart move. Makes more sense. Yeah. yeah, that's true. So that was a big trade. Um, we're coming up on a trade deadline, so there's been more trades happening, and there's also been a lot more trade rumors happening, and that uh, brings us into our trades versus trade rumors category here so uh one that just recently happened um was justin holiday of the chicago bulls got traded to the memphis grizzlies for marshawn brooks uh who's the other guy and someone else in wayne, no, no, wait, wayne selden and two second round picks that seems like a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. Especially if I mean, I'm just for Justin Holiday. Justin Holiday is good. Justin Holiday is good, and I mean, he'll never. You I mean, it's, it's four pieces, player. but four pieces. No, no offense to uh, those two players, but none of those four pieces are really worth all that much. Like so, eleven point six points per game, thirty-eight percent field goal, thirty-five point nine percent three uh, field goal percentage. 4.4 rebounds, 2.2 assists, and 1.8 steals. And he's also incredibly young, so he has a lot of what he has. A, he's a long way to go. How old is he? Uh, he is he's 29 the, years old. Never mind. Holy, is he the oldest? No, he's no, older no than Drew's the oldest. No, Drew's the oldest. Drew's, the, Drew's like 31. No, I don't think so. I think Drew's 26. Oh, I'll look it up. Yeah, I'll fuck it. It might be him. I mean, that this I I I. I thought this trade was made more a little bit more sense. Now I'm kind of confused. Yeah. Uh, Drew Holiday's 28, so yeah, he's older. He's the oldest. Oh. And you have Aaron, who's a rookie. Okay, year. so the Grizzlies are doing what? That's still that's still a a lot for yeah. an older player who has been at nothing more Solid. than a than a Solid. than a role player. Yeah. Off the bench. That's a lot. Even, I mean, yeah, the draft picks aren't, like, extremely high. But still, that's a lot of pieces. And maybe it's also a salary okay. cap dump. I don't know. Here's what the Grizzlies are doing. Not that the Bulls need a salary cap dump, though. They got tons of space. Or, oh, fuck. What the fuck are they doing? I honestly it, am. It's I'm a trying, confusing I'm trying to trade. Get, I'm trying to understand what. Yeah, I, I don't Because what this, is, this trade now no longer makes sense. I was thinking he was younger. Yeah, um, so the people they traded for, so the Bulls send Justin Holiday to the Grizzlies for Marshawn Brooks. Marshawn Brooks was also in, just recently traded from Phoenix. 
No, he wasn't traded. He, he was he was going to be traded to Phoenix for Kelly Oubre. Oh, right, right, right. It was okay. going to be a three-way trade, but, but Phoenix, Phoenix stopped. Killed, Phoenix, killed, yeah. They killed the deal because they thought they were getting Dylan, Dylan. Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> How do you got to feel to be Marjan Brooks? Be like, oh, okay. <laughs> Guess you guys wanted Dylan. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, Wayne Selden. Don't know a shit lick about him. It says here that Memphis has struggled lately and coveted the athletic playmaking of Holiday. Whether he's athletic or not, it just still seems like a lot to give up. And I know it's 2019 and 2020 second round picks, and it's Selden and Brooks who like. Okay, Wayne Selden is 24. Okay. So kind of young. Yeah. Um, Come for out of Kansas. And then we've got. Marshawn Brooks, who's the rookie. No, that no. is. I've never even heard of Marshawn Brooks. Marshawn Brooks, twenty nine. So he's kind of he's getting up there in age. Providence. Uh, he's been twenty eleven to twenty eighteen is his career so far. Uh, also pretty doesn't play a lot. Yeah, seventeen minutes per game this season. Thirteen. 13 and he the last five games he's played three minutes in one game and zero in the rest. Wow. Yeah. So uh, just trying to wheel and deal him out of there, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Uh, Wayne. So, what, so maybe what, they, this what, was just what, an unload what, of what, like some players. What do those two players make? Are they both making minimum salaries? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe the Grizzlies are just uh, maybe just unloading yeah, cap space. Maybe. Maybe that was for two first round draft picks, and they're like, oh, by the way, take and wave these people because we need uh, roster. Space. That that's true. I could yeah. see them possibly keeping Wade and Son Junior just because he is a, a younger player. Yeah, and he still ha- might have some value. Um, definitely, though, is not what people thought he was going to be out of what college. What a gold medal in men's basketball in 2015 team was... competition. Probably maybe like a three on three or something. No, you, no, no, USA no, they, no, they, no they, they have world champion. He was on the national team. Yeah, yeah man. I mean, they have world championships every year. We just never send like our Olympic team. No, every year. we send Let's... some hot college prospects. Yeah, we, do. we do that. We send like one or two. And vets. you know what? They still win. <laughs> he went undrafted though. Yeah, Marshawn Brooks. Look at that. Or no, Wayne Selden. Sorry, Wayne. Wayne Selden went undrafted. Yeah, Wayne Selden. He's also in one. Ah, so gold medal. M- m- moving on to other trades. One trade that I think is going to happen, and um, this has to do with my blow it up theory. Mm-hmm. I think the Pelicans are going to deal Nikolai Mirotic to. Um, the Sixers. He's a perfect fit for the Sixers. For who? Um, Fultz and some draft picks. Fultz and some draft picks. Yep. You think uh, Fultz and two second rounders? Um, you think more? Fultz a first and a second. Fultz a first and a second? Yeah. Because here's the thing is, Fultz is a uh, liability, but because he was first overall, Fultz is going to make $9 million next year. Who wants to take that cap hit on, on someone who might not... Ever play again? He'll yeah. play again. Yeah, he'll play. I I think you you go yeah. for that trade just because the, okay, the possibility is hurt right now. Yeah, they can't trade him, but yeah, it's a he, he, see. He, I, he, he, he's on. He's hurt, but he's on a day to day basis. He could be coming back any day. Okay. I, you could also contribute that to some of the Pelicans' woes as of recent. You know, they haven't been able to so do I, much of anything and. He's able to stretch the floor at that four position, and that's so, something that I, I, I think I, I, they I desperately think, need. I think Mason has wants to di- di- uh, dive a little bit deeper into the Pelicans more in a minute. Do we have any other trades we want to cover? Anyone? I have any trades I think is coming up. Any trades that have happened recently? 
They, they say Kevin Love's going to be back soon. Whether or not the Cavs are actually going to deal him is is another thing, but they say he's back soon. And I think they're really trying to get him back before that trade deadline just to see what kind of offers they get because someone will – some playoff oh, contender yeah. team. Oh, yeah. We'll, he's a parkable we'll guy. We'll think about dumping their young guys who he, for, who are in fair and win-now mode, dumping their young guys for him. Oh, my God. Uh, how about... You went over two, uh, two about, teams. How about, Brand, how about Brandon Ingram? How about Kevin Love for Brandon Ingram in a second-rounder? They are not giving up Brandon Ingram. Yeah, they are, too. They want to get rid of him. Oh, shit. Yeah, we already talked about They would give up Brandon You know, Ingram. I think that they, they want to get rid of him because of... Because he's too much like LeBron, which is a, which is a good thing, but just doesn't work thing. on that because, team. Because before they signed LeBron, Magic was, I'll give up anybody. But, but Ingram. But Ingram. Was Magic's, was Magic's uh, view, but now that they've got LeBron, I don't know if LeBron's kind yeah, of I think giving him a little, like, really, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Ingram's but, really going to turn into something. I think he's going to be great, but there, it's going to be, and he is taking a roster spot and a decent salary, not a huge one, but a decent salary at the Lakers that they could be using on someone else who fits their mold because they already have the best possible iteration of Brandon Ingram in LeBron James. Yeah, that's one sacrifice I think they'd be willing to make. Yeah, absolutely. But And plus, Kevin Love and LeBron have history. Kevin Love is a good veteran leader. He's a good locker room guy. Yeah. Well, he, he loves L.A. He went to UCLA. <laughs> he did. I forgot yeah. about that. Would you start Kevin over – is Kuzma the starting four right now? I, I take Kuzma. Um, or would you have Kuzma off the bench? You got to start Kevin. You gotta I think you got to start Kevin. It will be what? I would have him – no, no, no. So he's coming back. Has to come back first. Then when he gets traded over, I would see how he does in practice and then go from there. Yeah. I think initially, yeah, you do start Kevin Love just because he is a veteran. Yeah. But I think it could easily he could come off the bench and be fine with that. Well, he's that kind of player. I plus, um, the man's already getting paid. What, what more does he want? If, if and if either LeBron or Kevin Love aren't on the floor, Kuzma can play the three or the four. Oh, so that, that's a that's a lot of minutes he yeah. can take. Kevin Love's contract. There's no way that. Do you think they could? No, they do have a lot of cap. They space. so much cap that's space. Right. Well, yeah. the Lakers have enough cap space to sign one more superstar or all star, and then another solid guy. Yeah. yeah. So, especially if you deal Ingram, there goes some cap space. So, we'll, we, you could call uh, Kevin a solid guy because <clears throat> I don't know what Ingram's making. I'm guessing it's probably in the I guess he's still, he's still in his rookie contract because he was only drafted. Yeah, but he was a second overall draft pick, so his rookie contract's decent size. That's true. But the man is making... Four-year contract, 23 mil. Over four years? So a little over five? Yeah. Uh, one, two, three, four. Yeah, so he's now making $5.7 million right now. He'll be making seven point two the next year and then nine point four the year after that. Yeah, and so that's $7 million and $9 million of cap out next year. That takes Kevin Love's what thirty million a year oh down to twenty three a year, which is a lot of money. I forget how young he is. He's only twenty one. He's twenty one, guys. Yeah, he, he's so young. He's so young. He's so young. Oh my god! But uh, here's one. Here's before we move on. Here's one thing that I'm I'm springing something on my podcastees. <laughs> we didn't discuss this topic beforehand. I'm just gonna throw it in here. Uh, do you guys see Jimmy, Jimmy Butler's uh, remarks about? Um, Brett Brown's offense. I know he's challenging it. Yeah, he's challenging his offense, which I love Jimmy Butler. I love him, but... He's definitely getting a very... I'm not going to say diva. Yeah. I'm getting a very just like... 
I don't know what the. It's, it seems like he's stirring up trouble everywhere he goes. And I maybe that. I'm trying to understand, man. I just don't understand. I, I don't Can't know. we all just get along? Yeah. No, like. And they. I'm not gonna say. Oh, they, keep, keeping Embiid and Butler both happy is gonna be incredibly hard. But I mean, you can keep. There have been a lot of good teams where not everyone got along. There yeah. a lot of good teams are not everyone's happy. Look at the 01 Lakers. I, I'm just look at the ninety five yeah. look at the ninety five Bulls. Yeah. I'm There's not sure what Butler's issue is. In my opinion, there's an easy fix. And B doesn't want to be around the perimeter, wants to be in the post. Okay, put B in the post and allow Jimmy to run the outside. What is wrong about that with that team? Because Jimmy likes running the post up in uh, mid range game. Jimmy's an okay three point shooter, but it's not his game. So they are they both vying for the inside? They 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 both want the post. I'm so sorry. It's my, and, in my, in my the opinion, they're both on the post. It doesn't work because they both need the other guy to be on the arc yeah. to stretch the floor to make them. Respect in my, in my opinion, though, there's an obvious choice. I would rather have Embiid down there than Jimmy Butler. Well, no shit, Sherlock. Let's. But here's the thing: is Embiid is being guarded by a center now. He's very good in the post. I'm not running it down. But when Embiid is down there, he's getting guarded by a center, whereas Jimmy's getting guarded by a two guard. So, but more times than not, Jimmy ends up go, b- Jimmy, going Jimmy for the fadeaway six. where yeah, Joel and he's gets close. Good don't at it. He, he scores. Oh, I I don't uh, know, I don't know right off the top. Of I know what his stats are this year. Say, no, bad measures say he scores over a hundred points per a uh, hundred points per hundred possession on post ups. I bet I bet he scores over one point of possession when he from the post. Okay. I'd st- I'd still rather have a. And so does Embiid. They both do. But when you have two guys who are both uh, at the post that efficiently, they're both going to feel like they aren't being used right. And so Jimmy Butler, the when he went to the Sixers, I was like, oh, this is this is a sure fit. Like, he's definitely going to be here next year. To which I now say, is he? Do you give up Covington and Sarge for one year of Jimmy Butler? Is this a rental? I, 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 it seems if, like I, if I'm that team, I side with the younger Embiid who's got the contract versus the 29-year-old yeah, Butler who is averaging shown that he shown that he can't play well with anybody who's only there a game, for this year. 4.7 rebounds a game, 3.2 assists a game. For a guy of that caliber who's an all-star, air quotes are in there, by the way, um, you can't be... I'm not going to say you can't. I wouldn't be yelling at the coach to about anything when you're in the position you're in in your conference but, and in your position on the team. Have you, ever, have you ever heard of an interview? He's one of those guys. He Jimmy Butler has never in his life held his tongue. Jimmy Butler says what he's thinking. Jimmy Butler lives out loud. Like, that's just who he is as a person. Okay. Like he's, you're, you're right. I mean, he, that's how he got to where he's at today. Yeah, he's he, a hard worker. We know this. Yeah, he's, he's just not, he's not someone to... Like quiet down for the sake of the team. He's someone who. So does that make him not a good team player? I, I don't know because he also is someone who pushes his teammates to be the best possible them. Like Jimmy Butler makes everyone around him work harder. Like and how could I don't want to say he's not a good team player, but ah oh, fuck. I don't right, know. I, we're in it's, oh, oh, a mind game man. here, man. I feel like I'm getting mind fucked. Uh, <laughs> so that, those are the maybe he gets traded again. Who knows? Uh, do. You, who wants him? No, he's not. Like, he, I, I, yeah, he, if anything, he's gonna leave in free agency. If they trade him in the next two weeks, I'm gonna <laughs> laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> well, uh, this just in: if that happens, the next podcast will just be us laughing for the entirety of it. Yeah. So just be prepared yeah. for that. Um, uh, but I, we want—I want to circle back to 
the Pelicans and why they are so eh? So their their starting five are just fine. They do pretty good actually. It's their bench. Their bench is just so the worst. Here's the stat line from their game against Brooklyn that they lost. 121-126. And Brooklyn's on a good... They're on a hot streak. They're doing well. Brooklyn's a good team this year. It was a close game. Uh, Anthony Davis, Julius Randle, Alfred Payton, uh, Drew Holiday, Etwan Moore. Starting five, all had... Uh, is Payton a tw- back a tw- from injury? He is. Um, Etwan Moore was the lowest score at 16 points, but you also had 20, 25, 21, and 34 from the other four guys. So, that's fine. Their bench... Uh, three points, zero, zero, two, and zero. Uh, D. Miller, S. Hill, F. Jackson, T. Frazier, and E. I. Clark. I don't, I, I don't know anybody and you on Frank the bench. Frank Jackson, Ian Clark, Solomon Hill. Right now, their bench, oh name-wise, is consisted of Joe Okafor, everyone knows from being a bust, and right now, either Miritich or Randall, whichever one isn't starting, and that's their name players on the bench. One of them is actually productive. The other one is just a bust from the 2015 draft. Exactly. And the minutes that they're putting on their starting five guys, Anthony Davis, 42 minutes. Julius Randall, 34 minutes. Alfred Payton, 34 minutes. Drew Holley, 37 minutes. Etwan Moore, 36 minutes. Their sixth but man. But you have to. Their, their, their sixth man, 29 minutes. The rest of them, less than 10. All less than ten minutes. Nine. That, eight, that's five, how. That's seven, how you play. It, that's how you play in the playoffs, right? But they need to make it to the playoffs first because their yeah. their record right now is seventeen and twenty two. Yeah. So they're in they such are, a difficult are, position they're, where they're like, we they need to make it to blow it up. So blow it up. <laughs> if they were gonna blow it up, I don't think they would be trying to win games. <laughs> Like they're trying right no. now. They're trying hard. Yeah. Here's the thing: is they're making they're they're doing exactly what they should. They're making the last case to be like, see, Anthony, we We're can trying. win. We're doing our best, Anthony. And so, you gotta trade Anthony right now. <laughs> just do it, guys. Just I'm I'm, I'm it's jump not shit. working because you got nobody to trade with. You got if you're gonna trade anything, it's picks. Yeah. And at that point, you gotta just dump a bunch of people. You have no caps. It's just and, a bad are you, are you, you dump you dump picks when you're in a win now mode. Are you, are you gonna call this team win now? Really? Really? New Orleans? You, you, you need really? the Rockets so just re up. All right, and so we'll give you four, we'll give you five first rounders and throw at them this time. Man, can you imagine if they had kept Buddy Heald? Can you imagine how good Buddy Heald would be for this team? <laughs> well, Rajon Rondo, Rajon Payton coming off the bench, yeah, six yeah, man. yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, you got blow. Good thing they got Boogie Cousins, right? Ah. You take Boogie Cousins injury out and keep Rondo and he healed, and you got a solid team there. Yeah. They had but a they, solid but they, team. But they didn't. And then Boogie got hurt. Yeah. And that was it. Well, Buddy Heald was pretty mediocre in New Orleans. He, yeah. He wasn't the but star. He, they, but they, they didn't just, need they just, to be. Yeah, but they just didn't give him enough time to develop, and now he it has. Now he's he also, little, I think he's 24 now, 23. He's, he's young. Pretty he's young. young. So, I remember him. He was in college when we were, or yeah, he was in Oklahoma. He was. He went to Oklahoma. Was it our junior senior in college? It was our senior. See, nope. We lost to Oklahoma. Buddy Hill was a junior, our sophomore year of college, because that's when Dayton lost to Oklahoma in the NCAA tournament, and that was the year before Buddy Hill blew up in college, and that was his junior. His junior blew up his senior year. Oh, I trust on this one. So he's like a year yeah. older than we are. Yeah. Which, yeah, no. 24. Yeah. 24, 24. He's a young guy. 
so yeah, the fucking Pelicans are so eh, it hurts. They're like the Charlotte Hornets. So so uh, is Anthony Davis the biggest wasted talent in the NBA right now? Right now, yeah. Yeah. Wasted talent? Yes. Has to be him. Yeah. It used to be Kevin Walker, but now it's AD. Drew Holiday, even. Drew Holiday's a hell of a player. Yeah, man. Drew Holiday. Julius Randle is in a great spot. Keep his, keep, keep Julius. He's young enough. Keep him. Yeah. Build, build around him. I almost would have, looking at now, like, be cool. I think LeBron would have loved having him oh, yeah. the Lakers. Oh, yeah. Got he, the high but motor. here's the thing. Um, Julius Randle, he left. Yeah, it, it wasn't trade or anything. He left that's right that's before, that's right before LeBron came to LA. I bet, I bet he stayed. If Le- I bet he would have stayed if LeBron, if they would have learned that LeBron had signed. I don't know what his personality is like. Yeah. Possible, um, but it's Dirk. Eh, they could use. They Dirk. Could, he didn't make it. He didn't make it, but he shot it. They could. I mean, break the fuck. They <laughs> the six. I mean, the the Lakers could use uh, some big men. Dirk with the board. Yeah, we we now switched over to the Dallas Boston game because the Cavs Jazz are on halftime. No, it, it no, no, it just got it's in the, it's in the fourth quarter, but it just sucks. Um, no, it's exactly what we want though. They were losing by twenty. Ride that tank. tank. I want Zion. Uh, here's the thing. That's a good point. Somebody I forget who said it. It was some some dude. He's like they, the Cavs don't deserve Zion. It was Ben Simmons. No, it was it uh, was Ben Simmons. Uh, it was somebody I will quit. He said he threatened to quit broadcasting or reporting oh. or something. Well, Ben Simmons also said Cleveland doesn't deserve Zion yeah, Williamson. Because, because, because Cleveland has no idea how to handle a young player who's just a Bill Simmons. right away. Bill Simmons. Bill, oh, Bill Simmons? Fuck you, Bill, Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons. Fuck I thought it was Bill Ben Simmons. Simmons. Close, but no. So this fucking guy, they doesn't need <laughs> Who gives a shit about this dude? This is this is this is this right here is just some guy trying to get his name in a headline. Yeah, this is self promotion. Legendary sports reporter Bill Simmons. Yeah. Oh, he's legendary. I mean, uh, I, 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 I I know the name. Well, he's long been loved and hated for his impassionate opinions and ideas regarding the world of sports. But uh, yeah, the dude, whatever. He said he would quit broadcasting or reporting. Good. If hope they get Hope him. you do. Hey, yeah. let, let, let's remember this right now. If when if Cleveland goes to or if Zion goes to Cleveland next year and Bill Simmons broadcasts another fucking game, I'm gonna send him so much hate mail. Oh my god! Oh hey, yeah. All He's, broadcast listeners, we are sending hate mail to Bill Simmons next year if this happens. If Cleveland wins the lottery and gets Zion, I'm quitting sports. Simmons said, "I'm just done. I'm out." All right, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what it. I mean, I kind of. Oh my did. god! No, sorry. It keeps going. It keeps going. No. I'm just done. I'm out. The ringer turns into a pop culture site. You're going to have to look for a new job. I'm done. If Cleveland wins the fucking lottery again, I'm done. I'm done with professional sports. I'm out. And it is because Cleveland has won a lot of lotteries. One they turned into LeBron, turned into Kyrie, turned into Kevin. Kevin Love because we traded Wiggins. Turned into Anthony Bennett. Hey. Yeah. Which think. I would say you hit on for Cleveland's purposes. I see you hit on three of the four. Bennett, obviously. Yeah. If you would have kept Wiggins, I mean that's a debate that Cavs fans can have forever. What if we kept Wiggins? I mean, right now Wiggins, he's good. Definitely not like people thought he would have, could have been, would have, could have, should have. A lot been. of people still think he's a bust. I don't. Um, no, I don't think he, he's a bust. He, here's the thing: is 
He is. How the fuck can he be a bust when he's not even 25? And how can he be a bust when he's averaging over 20 points a game? Exactly. Let's talk about like, that. And don't get me wrong. Like, he's, on, he's underperforming. I'll give him that. Like, I, he should be doing a lot better. And I don't think he should be doing a lot better. I would disagree with that comment okay. because he and Anthony, or not uh, Carl Anthony Towns are, I'm not going to say reformatting, but they are trying to find their place in the league. There's no way that they're going to win in the next two years, three years. They still have stuff to build. So now they're just in development mode. Yeah, but I feel like his development is stagnant. I feel like he's no better player now than he was two years ago. I agree. If anything, he's worse. His shooting percentage from three isn't any better. His effort and defensive he, okay. play is worse. Yeah. He could be regressing to the mean. Yeah. We'll see. Time will tell. There's still a lot left. Yeah, no, We're going to see I, Andrew Wiggins. Here's the thing is, I think Andrew Wiggins is going to have a long, fine career. Like, as long I, as he doesn't get hurt. Yeah, as long as he doesn't get hurt. I I, I really hope... I like bouncy guy. guys. I, I hope he proves me wrong and really steps up and turns into the star and what thought he was going to be. But the way I see it is, Andrew Wiggins is going to be like a Jeff Green. Like, yeah, he's good. Yeah, we'll Jeff Green would be better than Jeff Green. would be better. You think? Trevor Ariza? Trevor, I mean... Just, Trevor just, one, just one of those guys who always has a roster spot. He's not the star. He does his job. Like, on you know, one end. L- l- yeah, l- long career. True that, true that. Well, yeah. I guess that... Uh, what about this? Is he an all-star? No. Oh, no, God. Okay. Not okay. even in the East. No, not an all-star. Well, maybe in the East. No. What if he's playing in the East? Who knows? Regardless, regardless, that brings us to our next topic. The all-star uh, first returns came in. Uh, Dwayne Wade! <laughs> right, on it, front, right on front, Dwayne Wade. Well, that's awesome! <laughs> I mean, it's the... I mean, Kobe got his goodbye. We, we've decided, I think, to call this the nostalgic quote. Yeah. Which, I think is an app name for it. It's, um... So, of the people in the East who I think got the nostalgic vote would be Vince Carter, um, Al Horford, I would guess, just because there's a lot of Celtics fans out there. Yeah. What the hell? He's not an all-star. Dwayne Wade, uh, for sure. And there's one of... Okay. Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Lin's on this list. Well, because he plays for Atlanta. Atlanta has a huge fan base, and they got to get someone in there. I guess so. so. So here's the problem with fan voting. Not all fans, uh, not all fan bases are the same size, and like, so you don't get you don't get representation of who's actually good. You it turns into a popularity contest, which mm-hmm. not what the All Star game should be. Like I think the NBA thinks NBA, I think the NBA thinks more NBA fans are like us and like like watching each individual team and uh, like paying attention to who's best. But we are definitely outliers as far as how much we pay attention to the NBA. Would you guys be upset if no Cavs players no. win? Sorry, when no Cavs players no. make it to the All-Star no, game? No, Cavs, no, no, Cavs no Cavs players are going to make it. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I don't see – I would not but go online I, to vote for all the Cavs players to make it to the All-Star game. I, I know multiple Cavs fans who do. Exactly. I just and it's one of those things where the Cavs aren't that big a fan base, so it's not a big deal. But how many – Sixers are a huge fan base. And so – Ben Simmons is going to get in there on the merit of being a sixer. Not on, and I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to be there. I think he's a bubble guy at best. Two. But, all right, Jeremy Lin. Atlanta has a huge fan base. Jeremy Lin does not deserve to be there. He's having a fine year, but he does not deserve to be there. But he's on there in the merit of being a hawk. Like, and that's not what you should make the That's not what you should make the All-Star game for. You also exactly. got Gordon Hayward on here in the East, too. And Again, I don't that, think that's an All-Star And it's just because there's so many Celtics fans. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey. So, in the West, we've got... 
Luka Doncic. Yeah, fuck yeah, Luka. Interesting, interesting. Uh, Draymond Green, fuck out of here. Uh, he's Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> Uh, again, I I respect Kyle's what he's doing. He's having a great year. Demarcus Cousins is in this mood, and he is yet to play. That makes me mad. That makes me actively angry. Fuck all you Warriors fans who went on and voted for a guy who hasn't even played a fucking minute. (laughs) Fuck you. I'm angry now. But then it brings us to this next person who I kind of get. Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose? That's a nostalgic I like the Derrick Rose vote. I want him to be there. That's a nostalgic move. Yeah. So we can't have our cake and eat it too in that scenario. In this scenario, though, like I get, uh, Derrick Rose is a, he's a fighter, but that's yeah. a mistake. He, Dwayne right. Wade, and I think uh, Dirk. No, Dirk did not make the list. No. Again, this is preliminary fan. Right. Yes. I really hope the league comes in and says, "All right, let's not let's not be let's not be (laughs) (laughs) see this see this this is why I think we can't nice things fans. (laughs) This is right here. Um. So fucking Demarcus Cousins. That's why. (laughs) So to uh go analogous from another sport, um hockey. Um hockey did a fan vote for their uh, All Star game, but they also basically put it that there has to be one uh, all-star from every uh, NHL team. And the Phoenix Coyotes... Um, is Garbage! Hard. They, they, yeah, they, they, they're just not a good team. I didn't know that was a team. Yeah. <laughs> As you can tell, I'm not a big chill guy over here. Yeah, but so but they had this enforcer named John Scott. And so, like, all the Coyotes fans got together and voted for John Scott, who's literally, like, I, I liked the guy, but he wasn't a skilled player. He was literally a goon. Like, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and... Then uh, the league got mad, and so they the league basically forced uh, Phoenix to trade him, and then they traded him and put him down to uh, e- ECHL, which is like their G League. Oh no! Affiliate, so they could make it. But then all the fans got so outraged that eventually they like made they like uh, the league had to respond to the fans, and they uh they put him in the All Star game, and then this gets even better. You got to vote for who the captains were, and he got to be the captain. <laughs> oh, this is why we can't have nice things. Yeah, and, and then like all he had, uh, he, had oh. he had four goals in the All Star game, but that's because all the other players like thought it was hysterical and just let him take shots. <laughs> that's amazing. And like I don't mean to say he has no skill. He's a much better hockey player than anyone I will ever meet. Like. If you get to that level of hockey, no matter if you're a goon or not, you can play some fucking hockey. Yeah, man. That's <laughs> but, ridiculous. But, like, yeah. I just think... I, <laughs> I think that's an example of... Train what, McTrain face. Yeah, I, I think that's ex- exactly an example. You can't let the public decide more than things. <laughs> you can't. I mean, we do, we, we, we do with the president, but that's different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so, of the people that they voted in... Let's give our. You want to give your starting fives on who you think it should be starting five, back five. What do you want to do? Well, because it's here's the thing. Of the, okay, how about this? Just of the people that the, the fans have voted. So do a starting five west, starting five east, even though they get yeah, and then it'll, it'll, it'll be uh, scrambled up. But all right, let, let me take a look at the east. Um, my starting five from the east: um, Kyrie Irving at the one, um, either Oladipo, uh, Oladipo at the two. Um, at the three, I put Kawhi, Giannis at the four, and Embiid at the five for the East. Yeah, I I wouldn't uh, 
I wouldn't sway anyway from that. I think the two guard with Oladipo is the only one that has what, what, some what leeway guard, to what, it. What two guard in the East is better? Bradley Beal. I think Oladipo's having a much better year than Bradley Beal. I mean, he's been injured, but... I, Zach Levine's had a great year. Yeah, Zach Levine, Zach Levine was the other guy. I, I, I think I think the two guard in the East is the only spot that has a question. Yeah, I think Giannis is your clear four, Kawhi is your clear three, and Bede your clear five, and Kyrie is your clear one. Uh, you you can make an argument for Kemba. You could. You could. John Wall on this fucking list. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he's having a terrible year, and he's, he's out for the season. Chris Paul's on on in the West. Also having a terrible year. This is is why a fan vote for All-Star Games is fucking stupid. It should be a player vote, in all honesty. And then the usual usual thing about the player vote is, A, like, you get, like, insider knowledge of people who really think are are the best. What it should be is it should be a player vote, and you can't vote for any of your own teammates. I like that. Yeah, like that. But then, like, because the players like basketball, then you get, like, the Derrick Roses. Like, if you are having just a monster year and you're just a player's player and whatnot, yeah. like, Derrick Rose would get in. He could. He could. He could. He could. Yeah. Uh, in the West, I think I'm going to go at the one, Steph Curry. Uh, at the two, James Harden. At the three, uh, Kevin Durant. No, I'm not giving it to Kevin. Not this year. LeBron. Paul George. Paul George. It's Paul's time. Paul, Paul, Paul George. And then at the four, uh, let's put in... A D, and at the five we'll go. Give me, give me the Joker. You're, so you're gonna say no, LeBron? Oh, I'm sorry, I missed LeBron. Yeah. I, I completely grazed over Bronny. I, I, I would do what you did. Except move A D to the I, five. A D the Bron and the four. Ah, uh, Bron the four. Which I could even understand the Joker slipping into the five. I wouldn't be super stoked about it because I think A D's doing better. Yeah, but, but Joker's I, jo- look, look at the teams. Exactly. is the only elite player on that team, and that team is killing it. Yeah. That team plays a significantly play. better team ball yeah. and has significantly better contributions off their bench. Yeah, no, that's true. No, the, very true. I was, I, was just, I was just listening to something today where they were talking about the Nuggets, and they're saying it's a weird team because they have one elite player and then a bunch of players who were really good. Like, they aren't, like, all-stars or anything, but, like... Jamal they, Murray's they're better getting than role, there. They're better than role players, right? They're yes. all really good. <laughs> Yeah. So I guess of the first returns, as they call it, that's is that what you expected? You expect worse? Did you expect- I I mean, I, you expect to see the big names up there. You also expect to see some weird names, some ridiculous names, which yeah. we see, and it kind of makes sense to have like uh, to have Wade in this final year to be on there. It's expect to see Vince Carter on there because you don't know if it's last year, but it's getting up there. Surprise Dirk isn't on it to be honest, but, uh, because of his, because of the nostalgic vote for him. Yeah. But interested, I mean, not interested. Lonzo Ball's on the list, obviously big fan base out of LA. Yeah. If I'm going to pick a second year guard who's going to go in, it's going to be De'Aaron Fox over Lonzo Ball. Fox is having a a great year. It's just the fact that it's year. Sacramento and no one gives a shit about basketball there or any sports for that matter. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Kimball Walker's on the East list, so I'm yep. glad to see him there. Uh, I don't think he'll make it, unfortunately. You don't, you don't, you don't think Kimball Walker will make the East? You don't think he'll, he'll definitely be on the bench. I'll be off the bench. Yeah, yeah I don't think he'll, think he'll start, but. Yeah, he'll definitely be his third All Star appearance. Go Kemba. Yeah, Kemba's a fantastic player. Yeah. He's doing a great contract come a year. Right. 
But uh, someone who got, I think, any snubs so far? Uh, uh, off, like, fan vote alone? Like, if yeah. this was the team? Yeah, if this was the team, who would you think is snubbed? Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton? Chris Middleton is averaging. So, so Jimmy Butler's got hella votes right now. He's got over 200,000. He's averaging 18 points per game, 4.7 uh, rebounds per game, and 3.2 assists per game. Chris Middleton, 17-9, Difference? Philly is much larger than Milwaukee is. Hundred percent, hundred percent. That's that's the difference. So the fans, the fans have spoken that they don't know who the fuck Chris Middleton is, yeah. and that's a that's a bit of a shame because he's yeah. doing excellent. Um, my snub is Nikolai Vucevic. He's having a career for Orlando. Year. Yeah, he's having yeah. a great year. Um, I'm pulling up his stat line right now. Surprise to uh, oh no, there he is. I was about to say. Um, if he if he were West, I'd be. How the fuck did Boogie Cousins get in over him? (laughs) Oh my god. That just pisses me off. Yeah, fuck you, Warriors fans. (laughs) That right there is just Warriors fans saying, we can have five all-stars. You already had them, okay? Fuck out. You can't have them this year. When did they have five? They they have four last year, but they have... Interesting. um, No Carl Anthony Towns. In the West, yeah, yeah, that was a bit. Of I, a I, I, don't, I expect to not see Wiggins there, but I'm surprised that there's no cat. All right, so Vucevic this year is 20 points, um, 11.8 rebounds, only two turnovers. He's shooting. Uh, he's an effective field goal range of 56.8. He's shooting 56.7 from <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> He's shooting. Uh, thirty-eight point three from three, but he's averaging point one shots a game. No, he's averaging one point one a game. Or no, he's averaging three a game and making one point one. So he's, you got to think about it when you're guarding him. Yeah, and I mean, and compared to he's averaging fifteen point nine field goal attempts a game and eight point four. But yeah, I think Vujovic's a snub. So one thing that was also kind of stood out to me was uh, Derek Rose had six hundred and almost seven hundred thousand All Star votes. James Harden five hundred and forty one. Well, <laughs> I think Derek Rose is tapping into two fan bases here because he's got all the Timberwolves fans voting for him, but he's also got a lot of Chicago fans. A lot of Chicago fans. He's got a lot of people just in the ether. When he yeah. came out and talked about it, he doesn't pull for votes. He doesn't even have an Instagram, which. I honestly, I think people love a comeback story. Right. And when, when, he, when he dropped that 50 bomb, that, that right there is one of my favorite moments of this season. Oh, I, I love that. I love Derrick Rose. Oh, yeah. I saw, I saw a really funny tweet not too long ago. It was like, uh, Derrick Rose grew dreads and became a shooter. This is a Chicago story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Damn it, dude. Fuck uh, off. That sucks. Uh, but that, I guess, brings us to our uh, worth mentioning. Um, I'll start off here. OK's defense. OKC's defense. Excellent, excellent, excellent. They have uh, the number one. So of the, uh, what is it, the NBA.com stats for uh, advanced stats for defense, defensive players. Uh, so general defense, they have number one is Will Barton, but he hasn't played for 35 games, yeah. so yeah, been a while. Uh, he had a good first start to the season. It just has been riding that one out. They have the number one player after that, Paul George, the number four player, Steven Adams, and the number five player, Russell you Westbrook. You got that wrong. It's five and six. 
I took out Will Barton. Oh, okay. I, I got you now. Count him. Yep. Um, also, Dion Waiters. So take him out too because he just came back. So they've got the one, the three, and the four. No, they're playing. They have by far the best defense in the uh, NBA right now. And they're really starting to put together some offense with Paul George playing so well. It's They finally started to figure out. We keep talking about this week, at, week in, week out. Russ is figuring out his position. Not so Just much the turn, score. Turn the ball over less. That's all. That's all you got. Then make two more shots a game. Yeah, he's yeah. His field goal percentage has been taking a hit. They got a chance at the Warriors. You think? Um, they beat them. You beat them now. I, I don't. I don't think they beat. Can them. they be playoff? I, I don't think they beat them in seven. I, I hope they do. I really hope they do. But I don't know. When the kingdom is gonna fall, it's just a matter of time. Well, the kingdom already fell. Uh, freaking. Was it Jordan Bell? Yeah. Oh, Jordan no, McCall. Uh, Patrick McCaw is now a Cavalier. The kingdom has fallen. They are freaking out. They don't know what to do down there. <laughs> Patrick McCaw was the glue guy. He was holding that dynasty together. Yeah, they're just going to go on like a 10-game losing streak. Right, right here. Here it goes. Right. It started with the Rockets last night. Yep. They don't know how to recover. Yeah, last night. All right. Um, here's my worth mentioning. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah. Travel more. Like, not travel as in like without like. Run more, like cover more distance than any other professional sports team. Over the last 10 seasons, they have averaged, uh, all the players combined in games have averaged. I think, no, no, I think that's no, them no, just no, traveling. No, no, that's, that's like, that's just sports like traveling. Tra- sports traveling, like traveling from like place to, to, place. to Boston to uh, play and then having that, to go out to Kings to play. Still an interesting fact that they Dame travel Lillard's, more. Yeah, Dame Lillard does. Do a lot of traveling on the court. He averages 1.44 miles a game, which oh, is yeah. I know it doesn't seem like uh, a lot. That's a lot. You're running just back and forth down the court. Well, yeah, when, the, when, That's the, 90 when it's feet. only nine, 90, was it 98 feet from end to end? Yeah, but it's not like he's running end to end. Exactly. No, but still. And a mile is 5,280 feet. Yeah. So, okay, well, then it's just how far they travel as a team. That's, that's cool. That's, so that's still kind of cool. It's it's still interesting to know it's that... Worth, it's worth mentioning. ...that it can be that different. Like, is there a way you think it's scheduling? That, they think that they're in the middle of nowhere in Portland. They Their closest game is, I think what, it's Golden com- State? It's a, com- it's a combination of the both. Is their closest game is probably Golden State, Northern California? No, um, Sacramento's nor- more north. In Sacramento's south, isn't it? I don't know. I don't I honestly California. don't know. I don't know the state of yet. fucking California. Yeah, but we, it's not Seattle anymore. So, um, but yeah, it's it'd be interesting to see what the lowest mileage distance of I you know could see it being like Chicago, just because that's pretty mid centered and they're probably not running back and forth a ton. So yeah, Sacramento's more north than uh, San Francisco. Is it not, uh-huh. by, not by a lot, but it is. Okay. Oh my god. I, uh, my worth mentioning actually came from a stat that popped up on the screen here in this uh, Boston-Dallas game. It's that DeAndre Jordan is a career 43% free throw mm-hmm. shooter. We all know he's garbage. 70% this year so far. It's his form. He changed it's up his form not, again. It looks no different to me. It still looks like... No, he, he, he brings it all up in one, kind of like Steph does. He, he, he does he, he, he's also gotten completely in routine. Uh, if you watch before every single free throw... He uh, turns to both the guys in the free throw thing and asks them who they're guarding, which is a weird thing, but it's just one of those things where like it forces him to walk through a routine. Yeah, just get like, yourself in the same headspace yeah. and do it like you've done it a million times in yep. the gym. Yep. That's how you get good at free throws, guys. LeBron, yep. take notes. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> 
Um, LeBron's got his his little step back thing or whatever he does and blows on his hands. It doesn't work, but he's got it. it. Looks cool, man. Looks cool. I think that's all that matters, right? Look cool doing it. Anyone else have any worth mentioning? Um, I'm going to think of like 10 of them after we stop this, but yeah, uh, at this do. point right now, no. Okay. Um, well, then I think that brings us to our player comparison. Uh, we have a really interesting one today. We have Tyson Chandler versus Steven Adams. Um, I haven't seen their stat lines next to each other, so we're going into this blind. Yeah. Um, the one thing, the one thing I do know that I can throw out there, and Stephen Adams is still pretty young, so it, he's got time. But Tyson Chandler is a former Defensive Player of the Year, and Stephen Adams is not. So twenty-seven versus thirty-six. That's their ages. Okay. Third, uh, obviously, Tyson Chandler is older. Yeah. Uh, Tyson Chandler also has a a ring. Yep. Dallas um, Mavericks. Dallas Mavericks. I, I don't, he was a big part of that team too. He was not, a great, it wasn't an on-the-bench ring. Exactly. Um, so Tyson Chandler starting out pretty strong. Yep. Uh, we bring into the stats his career might be a little bit bogged down by some some tough years in Phoenix. Uh, his career points per game is eight five, nine point three rebounds a game, point nine assists. Uh, field goal percentage might be a good tell. Uh, 59.6%. Uh, he has a zero. He has a zero percent three-point percentage. That's hard to do. You're uh, very similar here to Stephen Adams. I'm looking at 58.7% three throws. Uh, three. Uh, this field goal percentage. Stephen Adams also a zero percent from three. Seven rebounds a game. One assist. A block. Do, do, a do steal me a and nine points per game. Let's, because uh, Tyson Chandler had a lot of years as more a role player than a star, let's compare best seasons, right? Let, okay. Let's do side by side. Okay, I'm going to argue that Steven Adams' best season is probably either Tyler this right, year or right last now, year. Man. Right now, he's at 15 points a game, 10 rebounds a game, shooting fifth, oh, shooting 60% from the field. That's Steven yeah. Adams, okay? I thought you were still looking at Tyson Chandler. Like, he was he's got 33 minutes. 14. His no ring was before that. No way! <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that doesn't necessarily make sense. So his best year could be considered on the Knicks, where he had his best field goal percentage, um, an effective field goal percentage. And he was averaging 11.3 points a game. So, his- so in his prime, he was averaging between 9 and 12 points a game, right? What I'm seeing. Yeah. Um, so Stevens at 15 uh, uh, right now. Not, uh, not even 12. Well, 11, 8. Yeah, that's close. Uh, and then uh, what's what was his rebound a game? And then the last thing I'm going to see is blocks and steals a game. Yeah, he's got like 12 fours, his highest I see. Okay. Um, yeah, so he is doing his rebounds, assists. Yeah, I'm not going to look at those. Blocks, and 1.8. 1.8 is his highest. Um, that is uh, Stephen Adams' current block right now is not even one, and steals per game is one point four. Yeah, okay. so Steve, so Stephen Adams, um, I think Stephen Adams definitely has statistical edge. Wait, wait, wait. What's Stephen Adams' steals per game? One point four. Yeah, he doesn't. Even, Tyson Chandler doesn't even have point one. He doesn't even have one steal. He's yeah. not averaging one steal a game yeah. in any of his season. He's a good. Def- so blocks as a center, you want to be good at blocks. And you want to have a good field goal percentage, maybe not score the most points, but it depends on the type of the yeah. offense that you're running. Steven Adams, he's got a lot, he's got good steals and he's got okay blocks. Uh, he's got good points, good rebounds. 
I'm gonna give it to Steve. I'm gonna give it. To, I'm gonna give it to Steve too. And I went into this expecting to give it to Tyson. I kind of wanted to give it to Tyson too, just yeah, because he's an underrated he, player. He had a ring and a defensive player of the year, and I was like, oh, he's probably. But listen to the stats. I think I gotta give it to Steve. And the other thing is, we might not have seen the best Stephen Adams yet. I hope we haven't. Yeah. That's and true. so, um, yeah. But you know, Tyson Jones is an underrated player. I think Stephen Adams is an underrated player too. Very much so. Yeah. yeah. Stephen Adams is doing great. Hopefully, he gets uh, some recognition that he deserves defensively, because uh, he, like I said, was the number three defensive player in this season. Of active players who are actually put in enough games to matter this far. Um, so, I think that he's finally on it. He's finally there's finally enough people on the. OKC Thunder team to make to make waves and people are going to start recognizing that. So mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that did we I, all just come to a consensus? I think so. Wow. I, you know what? I th- you know what that tells me? We did a really good bad or we did a really shitty job picking two players to compare this week. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry guys, may have mailed that one in. We'll, we'll do better next week. Yeah. We promise. All right. Well, that's been the podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, we hope to talk to you again soon. Bye.